Hello and welcome to episode 103 of El Vanilo, the podcast that looks at the greatest albums of all time and compares them to music today. My name is Matt and with me, the Ballad of a Thin Man and Queen Jane themselves, Adam and Grace. Nice to see you both. Queen Jane is my stage name. That's um, so I've decided. Yeah, Shall I be nice. the thin man? Yeah. You know who else was a Excellent. thin man? Um, David Bowie when he was a Nazi. Just to uh, some, just to remind everyone. What was that? <laughs> it was a thin, the thin white duke, throwing <laughs> darts in lovers' eyes. That's still one of my favorite oh, songs. Don't mind me. I, I love that song. I loved it. Are you both okay though? How are you, Grace? Doing good. I that's the end. Good. Okay. Evening, <laughs> <laughs> How are you, Adam? Yes, I'm. Uh, I'm all good. Just uh, yeah, getting to the tail end of a week. To give too much away about when we're recording this, but yeah, mm. coming to the it's hump day, you know what I mean? Getting That's over right. it. That's right. Here we are, and we're actually on Zoom, which we started on Zoom, Adam, didn't we? The first ever episode was on Zoom. Back in the heady days of the Panny Day. Ah, oh, those were the days. I miss them. <laughs> I miss those <laughs> pandemic nights when I wasn't allowed to leave the house rather than couldn't get home. You know, I miss it. <laughs> Maybe not. Coming back. <laughs> it isn't it doesn't it feel like everyone's got covid as you yeah. noticed oh my goodness that's gonna be it now every winter we get to it, we'll be like oh we're just gonna get covid again because it's cold and it's like the common cold now so we're just all gonna get covid again honestly <laughs> every that... year for the rest of our lives that's what you'll hear but i'm kind of like who's testing Do you know what I mean? it's mad where are you getting your test from because i ran out um, two years ago you know what i mean there you go there you go anyway Covid's back. The mm. nights are dark. Here we are. Uh, we are at epi- uh, not episode at number eighteen on our list. Wow! Woo-hoo. Come on, actually, an adult now. If that's the way the list worked, but it isn't. Can <laughs> we go backwards? Uh, and we're talking about Highway sixty one revisited by Bobby Dylan. Oh my goodness! Guys, have I told you that? Oh, I saw Bob Dylan live. Have I told you? Uh, yeah. It was actually the highlight of my whole—I was going to say year, but probably life. Honestly, life. So, wow. Honest, honestly, it was so good. But anyway, less about me and more about 1965. Adam, you got some facts for us? Got some facts. Some facts. Buckle in. Uh, so, with a mid midway through the swinging sixties, the hump day of the swinging sixties, if you will. Yeah. Um. So midpoint. So 1965. So. Kicking it off with some fashion. Um, I might have said this before, but it's always good to revisit it. The Mary Quant, quaint, who knows, uh, designed mini skirt appears in London and will be, will be the fashion statement of the 60s. The skirts are getting shorter. The cars are getting shorter, but the Mini Cooper, I don't know when the Mini Cooper came up, but I think that was around. That was, that feels like a 60s thing, you know. Let's call it 1965. That's when it was. That's when the Mini Cooper came up. You had it Why not? Why not? You're only supposed to blow the bloody doors off. Italian job. Nice. Um, so, yeah, so that was happening. Um, can you guess what 
the one of the most popular films of 1965 was. Grace. Oh, no, Grace Gowan. <laughs> <laughs> Grace. No. When did that, that come out? The, that was like the 70s, I think. Wow. I'm really yeah, sorry. Like 79. I, I was looking up when the original Mini Cooper came out, so I missed your question. Wow. What, it was 1961. But what what is the question? Sorry, uh, one of the most popular films of the 60 of 1965. What was it? It's not a tr- it's not a trick question, is it? And it's like not not a trick question. It's not a it's Beatles a film. film, is it? It's not Help, is it? Not. It's not a Beatles film. Although Help was released this year. That was my next. Is fact. it? Is it a um, James Bond film? It is not a James Bond oh, film. I don't know. Right, I'm totally out there. I don't know. Is Grace any more guesses? It's a wonderful life. Oh, Ooh, no, it was the guess. sound of music. Ah, uh, oh, I think we've done this year before. I know that. <laughs> now I hear it. I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, day shopping. <laughs> yeah. Like um, we should have known that the whole time. <laughs> the sound of music came out. Uh, the Beatles also released the movie and the album Help. Um, for our American listeners, I'm so sorry for whatever garbage version of Help you got because the album is weird. The American album's weird, but the British version of the album Help is brilliant. So I'm sure you'll have listened to it. Of course, everyone. Spotify. They brought that on themselves. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They, <laughs> Americans have been ruining well. everything like that. You know, they brought it on themselves. They didn't want the English thing. <laughs> you know, which makes no sense. But anyway, um. Sticking on the Beatles because 65 was a heavy decade for them. Uh, no, not decade, heavy year. 60s were a heavy decade for them. Uh, the Beatles play a live concert at Shea Stadium. We talked about that before. Big, mm-hmm. th- one of the, the very early big stadium shows. Taylor Swift wouldn't be around today selling out, doing a billion dollar tour if it wasn't for the Beatles playing Shea Stadium first. Just saying. Wow. Isn't that? I found that out today. A billion. She's doing a world tour that's that is grossing a billion dollars. Yeah, it, isn't that? And mad? to be fair to her, she's it is mad. She's paying her staff as well. Do you, do you hear that she gave bonuses to like all the roadies and truck drivers? Like a ten grand bonus to all of them in each. Which wow. fair play, you're ruining the world with your transport, but you're paying people, so I respect that. And you make bangers, so you know. Swings around, It swings. You got to take the rough for the smooth. Mm. You know, all good. Um, Matt, a fact about one of your favorite bands, The Grateful Dead. Yes. They, with lead guitarist Jerry Garcia, play their first concert in San Francisco. Mm. Uh, Matt, if you had to, um, if you had to speak to someone who'd never listened to The Grateful Dead, and you had to give them one song to go listen to. What would that song be? Um, this is very bad because I am a fan of The Grateful Dead, but I can never remember oh, any song titles because it's all just oh, right. So this is the problem because it's all just jam band stuff. You know what I mean? It's just like it's yeah. Just a blur. But what I would do is I'll, I'll give you two answers. I'd go and listen to Playing cool. with the Bands for one. That's a great nice. song. And I would go and listen to any of their 70... Because they like have live bootlegs all over the internet. And in fact, they even bootleg their mm. own stuff. And so you can just get it all on 
Apple Music or Spotify, and I would go and listen to like anything from '72. It's just like amazing. Um, and like what I like about the Grateful Dead is they sound like a live band. Not that they sound good. They sometimes they sound rough. Sometimes they sound out of time. Sometimes they sound out of tune. But it doesn't matter because they all bring it back, and you know it's it's just a real band thing, you know. So, and they make John Mayer look way better than he actually is. So, you know, because mm, he does play with them. Yeah, Do you want Maya to look good? Uh, well, he he's ruining that himself. You know what I mean, but you know, yeah, he's doing yeah. a good enough job of ruining his own reputation by himself. <laughs> absolutely, you know. absolutely. Well, there you go. So you've got your recommendation there, folks. I would recommend you find the Ben and Jerry's ice cream flavor Cherry Garcia if you are a fan of cherry ice cream because apparently it's really good. Not available in the UK, but you know, and they've got a pair of um, Nike Dunk. Uh, lows that cost like a grand, you know, like they're such Mad. limited edition, and no one even knows who the Grateful Dead are, but their shoes are just the bomb, you know what I mean? Crazy, mm. yeah, a good, good fact. And that wraps us up for 65. Some, uh, some big moments, some big moments. Would you like to know some albums? Mm. Desperately, so Rubber Soul by the Beatles, fantastic. Big help by the Beatles. Big. Love Supreme by the Beatles. No, it's not by the Beatles. That's by John Coltrane. Uh, Bring It All Back Home by Dylan, as well as Highway 61 Revisited. Pastel Blues by Nina Simone. The Who, My Generation. The only good thing The Who did. We'll say that. Yeah. Will you listen to My Generation, Adam? Is that something you're. It's, it's the best song with a very bad bunch. Okay, fantastic. Uh, the Beach Boys today, Otis Redding, Otis Blue. We did that album a long time ago. Mm. Remember, we did Otis versus Otis. Remember that on our Instagram? Yeah. I was looking that up. Oh. <laughs> uh, a, a load of Rolling Stones albums no one cares about. Uh, the Zombies <laughs> debut album came out that year not as good as the one we listened to a change not a change of seasons what was that called was it called that i don't know i don't know know. look at us this is why we don't do it late (laughs) nights you know this is why we don't do it late now Uh, but loads loads and loads and loads of just great music came out this year and the beatles kind of tops the whole thing with dylan but there you go so, shall we talk about Highway 61 Revisited? This That's Bob it. Dylan album, so Highway 61 Revisited, is the sixth studio album by American singer-songwriter Bob Dylan. It was released in August of 1965, uh, and having until then recorded mostly acoustic folk music, Dylan used rock musicians as his backing band on every track of the album, except for the closing track, the 11-minute ballad, Desolation Row. And this was quite a big deal for uh, people who liked folk. And um, basically, they felt like Dylan was burning bridges. And the last album before uh, this that came out, Bring It All Back Home, basically was like, it was half acoustic, and half electric, and people found that a little bit, you know, they found it a scandal. But um, still, they kind of like, yeah, this was like burning those bridges. Um, and critics have focused on the innovative, 
innovative uh, way that Dylan combines like this driving blues-based music with the subtle poetry and like he creates these songs. Oh, well, people are a bit annoyed with Dylan as well because he stopped being like politically like really heavy on stuff and like calling out people and he's more poetic and he's like talking about the ballad of thin men and queen jane and he's talking about a highway and like a rolling stone and things like that but in these songs like uh positively fourth street and like a rolling stone he basically starts shooting shots at the people who used to love that he used to shoot shots at people so he's now like attacking the folk scene like saying you've got a lot of nerve to call me your friends because really you're like and this is just like people some people talk about this album or these sets of songs as like the original like rap and like you know just like taking your shots and that kind of thing what was oh diss tracks that's what i'm trying to say the original like diss tracks and things like that and so uh, like a Rolling Stone with a massive song, really big. And it has this organ sound that's like right at the top. It starts with this um, snare sound that was the inspiration for Born in the USA. Did we all know that? Did we all know? That's where no. it came from. That interesting crack, Really interesting. And so this, this new form of music that Dylan was pioneering, kind of based on some of what the Beatles was doing, kind of based off a little bit of the Beach Boys, but really him forming his own path. Um, really changed the way that people um, listen to music. And when we listen to um, some of the stuff, you know, that proto-punk stuff that we were listening to a few months ago, and everyone was like, oh, this inspired me. Well, this stuff, re- this was the stuff that inspired everybody, that Beatles stuff and Highway 61 Revisited. And that, even that term, we were talking, Adam, just before we were recording, weren't we, about this and um, this like Highway 61 and how like Elvis yeah. is on Highway is off Highway 61. Uh, Robert Johnson met the devil on the corner of 61 and 49. Is that what he says? That's the one. Yeah, them crossroads. Yep. Come on. Uh, it goes into New Orleans and this like this part of uh, if you want to know, there's a JHS pedals documentary which doesn't sound that exciting but it's all about highway 61 and they basically travel all the way down and it's just like the pedal owner talking about this highway but loads of like great american rock history of music history happened to happen on this highway and so dylan saying i'm going to take this blue stuff i'm going to take this rock stuff i'm going to take this folk stuff and i'm going to call it highway 61 revisited you know, the man is just a genius in my eyes. And, you know, I'm quite biased on this subject. Um, and so, yeah, from this point and for the next three albums, Dylan is just like on another level. And obviously Dylan kind of falls off by the time we get to uh, like self-portrait or New Morning or even John Wesley Harding was, was something else. And then he had a bit of time away, but then he had the band later on. But this is like peak Dylan, basically. And this is when Dylan is at his best. He's wearing leather jackets. He's wearing sunglasses everywhere. And he's put like his cardigans away and his folk scene yeah. and his acoustic guitar. And he's just he's just forming a new path. So there we go. So that doesn't mean we all liked it. So it's good time to find out what we thought of it. Mm-hmm. Who would like to talk about Highway 61 revisited first? Go on, Adam. Yeah, I don't know. Um, 
Bobby, Bobby Dylan. What do we say about Bob Dylan? I, I really struggle with Bob Dylan because I really want to like him. And I really like, I like the music that he creates. I think, I think, you know, uh, like a Rolling Stone is brilliant. And, mm. and it's a good song, although it's a bit long. Um, it takes a lot to laugh. The rest of that. It's like really great blues. Yeah. And like it, this is a really great trip down like Americana and you know what whatever that scene is and, and kind of all the different styles and it's I, I love a bit of country folk stuff. I love that. I like rock and roll, I like blues, like it's all good. So like that aspect of it, like it's just it's just when he starts singing. And I just I'm like it's not even his voice, because I think his voice is actually kind of great and it is very unique. And he does some great things with his voice. It's just, just nonsense lyrics. I really struggle with nonsense lyrics. So Weird Al Yankovic, who is a musical hero man, and some people will know him as like the guy who parodied a couple of Michael Jackson songs. He has a, a song called Bob, and it's done in the style of Bob Dylan. And it's essentially Weird Al Yankovic just put a bunch of palindrome words, words that are the same backwards and forwards. <laughs> Oh, no, you your last 20 seconds is all we missed. Oh. So Weird Al has this song called Bob and it's palindromes, and it, but it's done in the style of Bob Dylan. And that's kind of it's a nonsense song because none of the words make sense. Like a, a burrito is a burrito, or whatever. Like he just doesn't make sense with his lyrics. And I don't know whether I'm just not clever enough to decipher them or whether you need it to be in 1965 America to understand the references and stuff. Like I, don't, I just don't get some of it. Some of it's really clever. Like it opens, doesn't it, with that, um, and God said to Abe, kill me a son. Like those lyrics. And, that, and that's cool. And as a storyteller, he's great. But I just... I can't get on board with some of it. Like, it's just, some of it's just nonsense to me. And I don't get the references. And that is a bit of a turn off for me. Mm. And that's what I can agree wholeheartedly. And I wouldn't argue with anyone who said, oh, Bob Dylan's one of the greatest of all times. Because I would agree. I think the influence he had on people, the, the, the fact that he caused such an uproar just by slightly changing genre, not even changing genre, just by plugging in a guitar. And the uproar that caused and the, the whole scene shift that created. The man is a genius. I can understand that. I just, I don't get it. And mm. I, that turns me off a little bit and stops me from really getting into, getting into. My favourite Bob Dylan is him in The Travelling Wilburys because he doesn't do much. <laughs> he just kind of does some back and vocals. <laughs> you know what I mean? And he's just the grumpy old man that somehow has ended up in a band with George Harrison, Tom Petty, um, and, and Jeff Lynn from here. He's literally got Royal. six. He's got six lines the whole album, and that's what you like, basically. <laughs> well, he, he has one song called "Tweeter and the Monkey Man," and it's yeah. brilliant. And it tells this story about this like Bonnie and Clyde figures, and it's great, and I love it. But I just, and, you know, and there are some songs he's got that I really like. That one on this album, "Lay Lady Like." And don't think twice. It's all right. Don't think twice. It's all right. I think is one of the best songs ever written. Mm. It's incredible. And, and but it's just this stuff on Highway sixty one revisited. I'm just like, oh, 
you're a bit too cerebral for me, Bobby. I just I can't get on board. You're a genius, and I won't argue that, but I just don't think it's for me. And that's what turns me off him a little bit. I really like lyrics that are hard to understand. I, mm. I, one of my favourite songwriters is the guy from um, Ezra Koenig from Vampire Weekend. And basically he talks about like how how he doesn't want to do all the work for people who listen to the songs he wants them to like work to find out what it's about and like to make their own decisions on what it's about and different things like that but i know that that is a turn off for some people but for some people they love it you know but Absolutely. yeah i i really love that stuff and that nonsensical especially because we listen to a lot of christian music which is so like it's so on the nose Do you yeah, know yeah. I, like i hate how on the nose worship music is it's yeah. like basically i love you guys but you can't get more you know it's like oh cliff it and so that stuff for me gets quite tiring so stuff like this for me um does fix that but what do you think grace um i am on a a more similar wavelength with adam than you matt i'm afraid um i i do think his reputation precedes him and i think people are just on this train of like Oh, Bobby Dylan. Oh, it's great. And this album for for our Bob is not the best showcase of his talent, I don't feel. (laughs) There was a review that I found. And like the review was like positive, but it said, you know, after a while, his monotonous and tuneless voice begins to grate. And I'm like, "Mm, yeah. And that's an actually an excellent. That's so review. harsh. That is so harsh. And it is harsh, right? But you you can't lie. After a while, you're like Bob, mate. That voice is droning on, droning on. Well, I can't singing. agree. Plus, you you can say it, but I can't agree. But yeah, <laughs> carry on. Like musically, great. Love it. Love that mm-hmm. whole like blues rock folk rock kind of vibe that's great you put that harmonica in beautiful beautiful stunning but but that voice <laughs> that voice over the top i just can't get on board he's talking he's not singing for a start Ooh. and he's he's droning and he just and this is the 60s like he's he's not that old but he sounds about he's in his 20s Exactly. But it's not sounding like that, is he? He's well, he, do, like... he has always sounded pretty old. That is fair. Later on, Bob Dylan, like 80s Bob Dylan, is rough. And like yeah. now, Bob Dylan is even rough. Imagine that. Well, I, I mean, I think it's got better in the, in oh, the yeah. 2000s. In the you 2000s. Wasn't... No, in right. the 2000s, it was really bad. There oh. were like, if you listen to Make Me Feel, Make You Feel My Love, like he wrote that song, didn't he? That, yeah. is, the, that is the roughest voice. And in fact, I don't even like Lay 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 Lady Lay. I don't even like that voice. I think that's so horrible. It's an interesting point, though, isn't it? Yeah. Like it's not happen. Yeah. It's almost like Morrissey, isn't it? But like, and it's fine for a bit, right? But each song is twice as long as it needs to be. Twice as long as because there's poems that need to be read. That needs to be sung out. No, no, no. But but no, you get halfway through the song and you're like, perfect, it's going to end any second now. And I'm I'm good. And we can move on. But it 
doesn't. And you're like, oh no, it'll end now at the end of this trip. Oh no, at the end. Oh, no. And it just goes on. And you're like, flipping heck, let me just skip this now because I'm done. I've heard it. I've heard your droney voice, Bob. I've got no idea what you're saying. Some interesting lyrics. Very interesting. But, but really, like, I would agree with that. Maybe we're just too dense, Adam. I don't know. Maybe I'm more dense than you. Yeah. And maybe he's saying the most incredible stuff. And well, that's where I stand on this stuff, to but, be honest. But I, I wouldn't say I'm any less dense than you. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, but, um, it also feels like he's not taking himself too seriously. It's like a fun album. It's like, a, you don't really care. He's like, great. He's not precious about it. He's like, let's just like make some cool music. I might be wrong. He might be like a total perfectionist. I don't know. Well, do you but know, he basically, like he hardly rehearses anything. And he basically, he tries to one take everything. And he's yeah. always, he's always one t- taking everything. And that's and exactly, like, exactly. I love that. Yeah. And I love the bits where he goes out of key and like, I, you know, I'm, I don't know. I love those bits. You know, Grace, you should listen to um, Mare the Most Foul by Bob Dylan because that's a 20 minute JFK conspiracy song. And oh, that yeah. is, that goes all the way from 63 all the way to 2020. And that's fantastic. That. Oh. That's one. Of, that's one of my favorite songs. So. <laughs> but, yeah, Musically, I, great. Toe tapping, wonderful. Just his voice. Yeah, absolutely. He is. He is a bit like you sit on either side, don't you? You don't really sit oh. in the middle and go, "Oh yeah, you take him or you leave him," don't you? Do you know? Do you know what I, I want to? I gotta say, right. This isn't even in my top five Bob Dylan albums. You know, this oh. album. I don't. I don't even think it's that good. Like I think, like a Rolling Stone is really great. I think Desolation Row is really poetic. And I, I think Highway 61 Revisited, the song is really great. And there are good songs, but but it's it's not a top 18 album. You know, that that first one he's got with all those songs, I don't know. And we did Blonde on Blonde, I love that. But um, I know it's not everybody's thing, but honestly, I love Bob Dylan so much. Do, do you think that you have Bob Dylan rose tinted glasses. But but like I listen to Bob Dylan and I like read the lyrics and I like just think, wow, what a guy. You know what I mean? I just I just <laughs> love his lyrics. You know what I mean? What I, I, do I don't think, think his voice Nora is the Jones, best. If Nora Jones was singing those, would you love the lyrics? Or do you love it because it's Bob Dylan? If she wrote them, then yeah, fine. But I, her lyric, we all know her lyrics are nowhere near as good as, you know, for them. I'm sorry, Matt. Come away with me. Think you're fine. In the night. <laughs> Deep. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. There's people, right, that they like, so you know the song, it takes a lot to laugh. It takes a train to cry. I would, like, I listen to podcasts about, like, on, just like on this song, about how, like, the train is a railroad train. And a railroad train these days only had two people on it, one person at the front and one person at the back. And how it's like the most lonely train to be on in the whole world. And all you can see is the moon and all you can see, you know, you've got these picturesque views, but no one to share them with. So I understand that, like, you know, I, I am I'm quite deep into the source. You know what I mean? I'm like, yeah. I've jumped head first and maybe not everybody else does that. You know what I mean? Yeah. But but once doesn't that sound like the most poetic, wonderful lyrics? Now, now that, that I've even just said that. Well, that sounds lovely. You understand. Well, I will send you. You know what? There's a Bob Dylan album called uh, Bob Dylan 
podcast called Bob Dylan album by album. And it's done by this guy called Ben Burrow, who's on like absolute radio or something. And it's it's the it's the most amazing, like it makes us look like absolute monkeys because we just chat away. But he's like so deep. Didn't know anyone thought we looked any different. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> he thought we were good. But, um, <laughs> anyway, so there we go. So I guess it's a, what's really going to annoy me is we're about to talk about busters, and you're both going <laughs> to talk about how great busters are, and that is really going to wind me up. Because uh, you're going to be like the lyric, the year two thousand. I'm going to be like, I just breasted women swim around town totally naked, man. You don't get it. It's so clever. They live underwater. <laughs> Boy bands and another one and another one and another one. <laughs> Your great 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 granddaughter. It's pretty fine. Pretty fine. Wow. That's fine. My neighbor called Pia. Well, the flux capacitor. Well, rather than just repeating lyrics that are going <laughs> to make me cry, because I wish I was on that railroad train with nobody around me at this point. <laughs> but shall we take a break and then we're going to talk about Busted Greatest Hits 2.0. Yeah. Amazing. Welcome back to the podcast. We're going to talk about Busted Greatest Hits 2.0. And Greatest Hits 2.0 is the first compilation. I can't believe people have like this is the fifth compilation. It's the first <laughs> compilation album by English pop punk bands. Are they a pop punk band? I'd say so. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Busted. Uh, it consists of re-recordings of tracks from their first two albums, Busted, and A Present for Everyone, as Great well time. as a new song, Good One. It was released on the 15th of September uh, this year, 2023. <laughs> I almost forgot what year it was. Uh, the <laughs> deluxe version of the album um, features duets of their hits with other pop-punk and pop rock artists, which let me tell you is the loosest term for some of these artists, um, <laughs> as well as duets with Hanson on Mbop 2.0. Guys, I, f- I feel I can't read this anymore. I tell you, <laughs> we've just been the highest of sophisticated Bob Dylan lyrics, and then I've just read out Mbop 2.0. Honestly, yeah. uh, I'm not even reading the background of this because I don't care. I don't want to know. I really, I don't even want to know. But what did you guys think of this album? And I will just probably tear my headphones down so I can't hear you say how much better it is than Bob Dylan. Busted. Busted are. I think they were, for British kids, I think some of them, the first foray into pop punk, they were pretty, well, I wouldn't say they were harmless because some of their lyrics were pretty like edgy. They were basically groomed by a teacher in one of their songs. Yeah. Which isn't great. Bob Dylan um, wasn't. Bob Dylan wasn't. <laughs> I won't keep um, speaking that same joke. Sorry. <laughs> but it's just it's just such a nostalgia here. But but Matt, I know you don't agree, but these songs are just brilliant. Mm-hmm. Year three thousand, let's put that aside for one moment. The deeper cuts. Mm. We're talking Who's David? Love that song. She wants to be me. Brilliant. Air Hostess, classic. Sleeping with the lights on is one of the most beautiful. You want to talk about poetry? Sleeping with the lights on. 
that's it. That's your poetry right there. 3 a.m., incredible. Mm-hmm. And then, like, Lose a Kid, that's a great song. And, of course, you know, You Said No, Year 3000, they're the hits, we know them. The Thunderbirds are go song. I'm basically just naming all the songs on the album because they're all, for me, just brilliant. They, I don't go wrong, like, the first two albums Busted had, they peaked there. No wonder they couldn't carry on because they weren't getting any better, in my opinion. So, you know, is this a bit of a, a nostalgia hit and a, a, a cynical cash grab? Maybe, maybe. But that's okay. You know what I mean? Nostalgia's in. We all love a bit of nostalgia. A 20th anniversary is something to celebrate. Release an album, go nuts, and then to also do some duets with, you know, well, You, Me, at Six, I think, are on there, and Death Havana, and, you know, other early noughties pop-punk, pop-punk bands. Why not? You know, I'm all for it. They can get a nice tour out of it. They can probably do some stuff with McFly again. That'll be fun. It's just good fun, isn't it? It's not. In in 50 years' time, when Rolling Stones do their next 100 greatest albums, this isn't going to be on it. No way. The original two albums aren't going to be on it. We know that. That's okay. But you take it for what it is. Nice slice of nostalgia. I thought you meant the actual Rolling Stones, like the band. I was like... They, I hope they won't be here in 50 years. <laughs> they most likely will. Let's be honest. Keith Richards will outlive us all. Um, he is a cockroach. Right. So uh, I forgot that list. That's the list we're following. Yeah. That's what we've dedicated <laughs> the whole thing to. That's the whole reason we're here. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, like, it's not... Yeah, it's not groundbreaking. It's once this current generation dies, are anyone going to be remembered busted? Probably not, you know? They're not going to live on. They're not the Beatles. They're not Bob Dylan. Sam. But um, but I, I immensely enjoy it. And I still listen to the two original albums. Um, I'd probably pick the originals over the re-records just because, you know, originals are the best. Um, though I will listen to probably some of the uh, some of the, the duets because that's always fun. But, you know, it's just a good, it was a good nostalgia hit. And for that, I thank Busted for... Really just bringing some good fun to the world, you know? You didn't think Desolation Row was good fun? Not particularly. <laughs> Not particularly. Um, yeah, Bob Dylan for me isn't good fun. I'm sure he's a nice guy. I um, think he's good fun. I think he's bad fun than Busted, but maybe that just shows <laughs> the difference between us here. But yeah. Grace, what did you think? I think... It's marginally unfair to Bob Dylan. Marginally, like margin. (laughs) Only marginally, because this, obviously I can't speak for you too, but this is just, you know, the light of my childhood. So I listened to this with a lot of nostalgia and I was going to love it before I listened because it's just, they're just greatest songs and they're just covering their own music, which is going to be great. Absolute banger after banger after banger on this album. Again, is that because of the nostalgia? I don't know. If this album came out now... Would don't I mean, say I don't know because you know it is. Do not, do not slate Bob Dylan and say, I'm not sure. Is this the greatest album of all time? I don't know. <laughs> you know it isn't. You know it is. No, for sure. It's not, but it is like a sick album because there are so many of the tracks which actually slap. Like so many. You're not just like, oh, it's got like two big like belters and the rest are like fine. No, it's like 
belt up, belt up, belt up, belt up the whole way through. Absolutely smashing it. But they basically um, had four good songs, right? And that's it. Mm. Like, hit, like actual hits. They had the year 3000, Crash the Wedding, wedding. Air Hostess, Sleep With The Light On. What I Go To School For. What I Go To School For is big. You Said No was pretty right. big. Thunderbirds no, are big. Okay. Right. Literally every single one of them. So in, in, in 2003, they had five songs that we all listened to. And for some reason, it's better than an album that's lasted 50 no, years. And we it's all also about. like, it's far more palatable than that. Popular it depends album. who you're talking to, though, isn't it? Mm, I don't know. I don't know. Pal- just... I don't. Th- I don't find this particularly palatable. And I like pop rock, and I like punk rock, mm-hmm. and I like pop punk. Just to name every genre, but I. <laughs> but I don't particularly. You know, it depends mm-hmm. who you are, and yeah. I imagine ninety percent of our listeners don't find this more palatable <laughs> than, <laughs> than Bob Dylan. But I could be wrong. You know, I could be wrong. And yeah, and obviously it isn't so much of the nostalgia attached, it's probably why that we like it so much. Um but yeah, I think I still didn't like it as much as, as McFly. I think McFly held busted up for a very long time when they were dying there. And then yeah. helped them revive a little bit again when they did the whole McBusted thing. And are now helping them again being on this album and probably gonna help them again. Um but I don't mind. James is my imaginary boyfriend when I was a child, so I just love them no matter what. You don't even pick the good one. <laughs> Are you, you lying? Pick the worst one. What's it's all about Charlie and Matt. No, 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 James. But my imaginary boyfriend, my whole childhood. You even wind me up with your choice of who's the best one in Busted. Do you know, like how? Uh-huh. How do you pick the worst one? <laughs> oh no. What, but if, what um, do you think? What do I think? Yeah. I don't know. I don't think you can compare it to Bob Dylan, but and I don't think it's particularly good either. I really like pop punk that wasn't made by music industry professionals, you know, that Ooh. just want to sell things to teenagers. But, you know, I'd rather listen to Blink-182 than this. I'd rather listen to Neck Deeper than this. Um, I'd rather listen to most of it, but I wasn't, you know, I was past this when it came yeah. out. But I guess I was still only 12, so I don't really know how I was past it, but but it was. You would have danced so. to this at your school discos? In your school discos? You would have yeah. slid across the floor on your knees to these songs? It's just not my vibe. Maybe I should have been born in 1915, you know what I mean? <laughs> Maybe that's just what should have happened. But, um, I, I got a question for you guys because I don't really want to answer any questions about this album. <laughs> My question is, if you had to pick one song off this album, what would you pick? <laughs> Just one. <laughs> and you can't pick Desolation Row. Uh, I I would go with... oh, I'd go with Who's David? Who's David? Yeah. That's the best, sorry, or to get rid of. Wait, what? No, the one you want, the, your favourite song. What's my favourite song album? Who's Crash the Wedding. 
and crash the wedding. I'm just reading lyrics and just imagining Bob Dylan doing them. It's going to be a bumpy ride for a little bit, okay? Bob Dylan saying, I messed my pants when I flew over to Miss my friend. When we flew over, friend. I could see him doing it. A satirical look into the airline industry. Busted don't take themselves seriously. So, really, they're the same people. Who, Bob Dylan and Busted? And Busted, yeah, they're just chill. They're just having fun. Two sides of the same coin. Some might say. Some might say. Yeah. I I think Bob Dylan is amazing, you know. He he's a genius, but he doesn't think he is, you know what I mean? He just like oh, we've talked about it before, but you know that um we are the world video where he looks oh, in the whole place and he like he's with Michael Jackson's like, so this is how the line goes, and he sings it, and then Bob Dylan does it and he goes like uh and he just like squirms it out. It's so grim because he just like he just has this imposter syndrome in him, even though he's like one of the biggest artists of all time. But um, uh, when when people like Bob Dylan, so I don't hold people. I don't think I hold many more people like music artists in high regard. Right? There's probably like Bob Dylan, Paul McCartney. That's probably it. You know, they're like real top tier. When they pass away, I'm going to need a day off work. Yeah. I really, I'm really not going to be able to be around anyone for a little bit i really i'm really gonna need some time to myself and i might not even be able to listen to their music for a bit of time either it might be that sad but that'll be like their memories and that's all we'll have left that and ai versions of them oh i haven't seen any bob dylan no one's dying anymore (laughs) no one's dying anymore right well let's just get out the way which would you rather pick if you had to put one on a desert island and you had to get one, rid of one for all eternity? I'd get rid of the Bob one. Can't even lie, it's the crappiest one that he's ever done. And not that he's ever done, but it's a crap one. Let me tell you, he's had some lows. It's not the crappiest <laughs> one he's ever done. He's got some he's got some real bad albums. But when you have seventy seven hundred of them, you probably <laughs> probably a good two thousand of them are gonna be rubbish. So okay, you pick busters. It's very short-sighted of you, that face. Sorry, I've got to say, it's but it's very is. short-sighted. It's totally predictable. Um, I'm more than happy with that. I'm going to sleep well. No, <laughs> even if even if the light is on. <laughs> nice. See, you get into the spirit of it. <laughs> even if the light is on. Yeah. Uh, about you? Listen through my fingers. <laughs> um, I'm now, by the way, I want to warn you, I'm going to play every single Busted song after this and... <laughs> Like on my guitar and play it in a absolutely love it Bob Dylan version. So look out for that. I might post that on the socials. Who knows? Um, I'd love it. I'd love that. Can you post it on the Alvinilla socials if you do? I'll, We'd love to I'll see what that. I can do. Um, but yeah, I I would also choose the busted one just because Adam. That's so disappointing. I know. I wish I was more. Six your guns. A, well done. Know, I collect vinyl. I shoot analog photography. You think I'd be more into Bob Dylan? I'm just not. I'm sorry. Yeah. I love him. You're like a great. You're like a girl with a Guns N' Roses T-shirt on who's never listened to them. This is what. <laughs> this is this is what I'm calling you out as I'm on this. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh. Hey, listen. I am the very definition of a poser. Believe you me. Yeah, I'll go along with the crowd. Not a problem. You like that? I like that too. But um, I'm I'm sorry. I can't. 
I can't get on board with. I love Bob Dylan, and, and I, I'll, I'll repeat what I said. The man's a genius. His contribution to the world is unparalleled. He's amazing in that We Are the World video. I'm going to watch it again because he really doesn't <laughs> want to be there. He's he must be stoned off his head because he's looking around like, who the hell is all these people? But I, I just think I think he's box. actually having a crisis in that. I don't think. He- I don't think yeah. he's stoned. I think he's having a crisis. Yeah, to be fair, he, he's conflicted of all being there, 100%. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm choosing Busted. Sorry. <laughs> Grace, what would you score? I'm pleased, like, you know, my heart, set my heart just a little, you know. No, I'm going to go like a, a three because musically it's good. He just lets it down with his little, his little, oh, it's a creep little voice. It is what it is. <laughs> Yeah, it is. You know, his voice is a bit mad. Uh, Adam? Uh, I'm going to go like a, a 4.7. Wow. wow. He, I, I, I 100% think he's a genius and he deserves to have albums in the I'm top rating 20. this album, though, not Bob Dylan and Jim. You're writing this album. But, but even so, this album, I can understand, is because it is part of him. And the 60s Dylan is like, especially early 60s Dylan, is so important to music that I love, the Beatles. I've got to I've got to agree that it's important. I just in this day and age, I don't want to listen to it. <laughs> I I don't think we really understand. Like this is one of those song those albums that we just can't understand because we weren't there. But like yeah. and you know when you're like all the folk guys were just like done it, like couldn't believe what was going on. I think it really was a mad scandal. And I think what he brought out like I mean, the whole of the 70s was basically this genre, but it didn't exist before this. You know what I mean? Like, the Eagles were basically this. You know, so much of that Americana sound. I don't, I don't know. But I, anyway, I was, I would rate it a 4.9. I don't think it's a perfect album. It's not even my favourite Dylan album by quite a stretch. But, um, yeah. But I bet, you know, if we were there... No, just just imagine you'd never heard Busted in your life. You know what I mean? You didn't know it. And we'd all be going to the shops and we'd all be getting this on vinyl. And we'd all think it was absolutely groundbreaking. And please don't don't pull a face like you wouldn't, because we would. We'd literally be like, wow, can you Mm. believe what Bob Dylan's done? Mm. You know what I mean? Great doesn't care. <laughs> Literally <laughs> still doesn't care. Okay. Fantastic. Would you like to know what next week's albums are? Yes, sir. Right. Let me just find them. We are gonna listen to my beautiful dark fantasy by um what's his name? Cardi West. I mean Cardi Cardi remember his name. That's how much this is dummy in. And uh, we're going to compare it to Nas, Magic 3. He's got a new album out. So, um, to be yeah. fair, that's a good comparison, I think. I, yeah, me too. I think it's well a done. good comparison too. Well <laughs> Whoever came up with that, well done. Well done. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, last Kanye album we're going to do. Fantastic. It's good mm-hmm. news. Um, yeah. So, guys, these episodes are a bit shorter, which mm-hmm. is... Uh, I was about to say which is good, but it's not good. But we're not quizzing, so I think we're. Does anyone have any anything else they want to say before we? Uh, Adam's froze, so that, all in all, I think we're in agreement. Um, 
that we're not in agreements. Whatever you say, we're not in agreements. <laughs> no, I don't know. All in all, an excellent week. <laughs> yeah. Adam, do you have any last words? Any final words? Um, I really want to stress that Bob Dylan, as part of uh, the Traveling Wilburys, is one of the best things he ever did for his career. Um, and yeah, I just think if you if you're a music fan. Have a listen to Tweeter and the Monkey Man. It's a great song. Adam, do you know what we don't do anymore? What? Your little words of encouragement. Oh, gosh. Affirmation. We did stop them. We did stop them. We did stop them, mainly because I had ran out of them. Um, yeah. I can read you something from the back of an Anadin extra packet if you want. Mm. Do you know why we stopped them? Before you speak, Adam, the reason we stopped them is because Adam starts again to the point where he's like... So I hope you have a good week. <laughs> he was like, <laughs> literally, he literally started hating doing it, but just without I, telling us. I don't think I was in a good place in my life, to be fair. I hated where I got from. I, mean, I, probably, I probably was dealing with a lot of anger management issues. So what? Hope you haven't had a better week than I have. Absolutely. Yeah. Do you, like you want to die? Because I did. <laughs> well, I look forward to listening to this Anadin extra back of the packet with all the pep in your step that you've ever had let me tell you so this i want you to close your eyes and i want you to take this with you as you go through your week and um, i want you to take with you so each film coated tablet contains 300 milligrams of aspirin just remember that as you go through yeah maybe you too have a pain-free week have a pain-free week my yeah, favorite yeah. And I did never did just the final word is on their adverts. They said, what a right pain in the anodins. And I think that is great marketing because it's stuck with me forever. <laughs> what a pain in the anodin. Fantastic. Well, guys, it's been good. We hope you have a great week and we'll see you again soon. Bye. All right.